Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello, 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 and welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. Fuck yes. Who are you? I'm Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dusha. And returning on third microphone, it's Sean Carney. Wow. Thanks for having me. So after last week's- Hey, 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 wait. I got a, I've got another bit to go, don't I? You do, I'm but I was going to say I was going to say my bit before you said the intro part, so we could kick off. But that's all right. You say oh, it. No, it's all right. No, you're you upset, Joel. No, you're upset, you Tom. Tom, you're upset. Joel, and Joel, the floor is yours. Tom, you did such a good job last week. We wanted to reward you by getting you to do the intro again. So, Tom, do you have a question for us? I do, boys. How good's footy? Yeah. That was a big intro, Tom. Well done. Thank Everyone's you. really Thank proud you. of you. Yeah. Thank I you. can hear the emails being written right now. They love it. Everyone loved They're it. Like, well done, um, Tom. You didn't fuck it up at all. <laughs> well, actually, we got to I, look, get to introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, last week when we did the intro, uh, Tom, we put a call out for emails asking our listeners to let us know how you went. And uh, now seems like a good time to read this out. Uh, so this is from Becca, one of the Mountain Sisters. Here's her review. Uh, the intro, a very charming flop. Show, <laughs> still good. Sean, missed. <laughs> Thank you. From back on. So there you go, Tom. There's a bit of feedback for you. Nah, that's good. That's fair. And look, Sean, it's good to have you back. It's nice to have you back in that third screen after what I assume was fighting Gil. That's probably what you were doing, right? It's a rite of passage on this show. You just have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> have a week off to hide from Gil. I fought Gil so that he could you know, get some training in to fight Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, before we get into the rounds today, uh, there's some, been some big sporting and sporting adjacent news in the last week. So first of all, 
uh, Australian Women's Ashes team, uh, the four day test. Oh, big fight back. They were in. Delicious. Okay, so they were. Delicious. They were in the. They were in the driver's seat for the first two days. Then, like uh, on the fourth day, after a rain delay on the third, declared. And they needed wickets early, and those wickets did not come. And it looked like England had just been gifted a win. Uh, but then the Australian bowling attack kicked into gear, and it was an absolute fucking nail-biter. Ended up being a draw, but uh, for Australia to get into that position, pretty good effort. And England celebrated the draw like it was a win, which disgusts me. Huge. They're cowards. They, they, yeah. we, we said this in our chat. Yeah, They didn't even try to win. Yeah, they needed 14 runs off like 12 balls and didn't have a crack. 13 yeah. off 13. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's, and then 12, doable. even 12 off the last over. Just have a crack. Yep. <laughs> Especially like the last three balls when they brought the field right in. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. Kind of, straight over the bowler's head. Yeah. Cowards. Uh, Ash Barty won the Australian Open. First Huge. Australian tennis player to win it in 44 years, I believe. Legend. First first uh, women's winner, I think, because Dylan Alcott has won like eight. Yes. Yep. That's true. That's true. But first women's winner since 1974 or some shit like that. Like, yeah. Huge. She's the and best. Number one. Boys, I have a stat for you. I have a stat for you. Ash Barty didn't drop a set the entire tournament. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that is crazy. And she was 5-1 down in the second set of the of the final. Yeah. I will say this. Don't worry about it. I didn't, I didn't like her opponent. But then her post-match speech... Very good. I, I like her now, and I hope she does well next year. Just not against Ash Barty. No, not against Ash Barty, yeah. but against everybody else. Go for yeah. it. She actually yeah. seems like a fucking legend. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Big and fan. finally, in uh, slightly less exciting news, Tom, the Geelong yes. Football Club let you down in such an extraordinary manner that you wrote and sent an email. Oh I did it, boys. God. I did it. Last time, it was just an idea, and then they moved on they acted upon the issue that I was worried about before I even had a chance to open up the mail app. Uh, but this time, nah, they didn't. So uh, yeah, I fired up a fired up an email. Uh, that was on Friday, I believe. I sent that. Uh, it is now. We are recording this on a Monday. No reply yet. But oh, not- no response. No, no. Look, look. I'm prepared to wait a few days because I know COVID <coughs> over a weekend. So we'll see what happens. Um, COVID's famously but, worse over the weekend, right, Tom? Yeah. Well, no. So COVID means there's less staff in offices mm-hmm. and left staff. Um, I also I went a bit I went a bit left to field with where I sent it. So I didn't email the ticketing admin people that you would normally email because I didn't think it was a ticketing or admin issue. Um, the the thing that I have is on the worst day of the year in Australia, uh, the 26th of January, which is just a dumb day. Uh, every other AFL club uh, posted something either quite strongly saying that they proposed changing the date like Brisbane did, um, or at least acknowledging that it was a day of complicated and mixed emotions that needed to be addressed and we needed to work with people like a club, I think Collingwood and Gold Coast sort of went that yeah. approach, or GWS went that approach. Carlton. Um, Carlton, yeah, Carlton. Sorry. Collingwood were quite firm, I think. Collingwood were quite firm. I think... Collingwood, uh, Brisbane, Port Adelaide were pretty strong. Anyway, every club, every club, except Geelong, made a statement. <laughs> and I thought, I understand that tweets are often pre-scheduled for these kind of events. Um, 
and maybe it's a scheduling issue because instead they tweeted a mean girl's joke advertising training tops. Now, <laughs> I I just I, I cannot fathom how a team that has such a strong history of a connection to its Indigenous players um, with players like Polly Farmer, Travis Varco, uh, you got Stokes, who was, I think, a fairly big member in the community as well on a bunch of other projects. You've got a jumper that we wore a couple of years ago designed by Quinton Narkle, who is on the playing list. Eddie Betts is fucking at the club. He's working at the club. I just... It blows my mind that on their community projects page is this thing talking about their Jalang program, which is, I think, the indigenous word, which I've horribly butchered, but is the indigenous word for Geelong, the town. And they have this program that recognises that in the community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Talking a big game and just silence. Yeah. So I send them an email and I'm like, guys, I, I really hope that this was a fuck up. Um, and I made sure to iterate that I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. So yeah, we'll see what comes back. Did you ask for a response? I did. Yeah, I said I'd like to know why. I'd love to know why. The right. thought process behind this place. Yeah, so um, I emailed. I emailed them that community part rather than the, the ticketing membership side because it's Good. not a membership problem. No, unless you rip your membership up. Well, yeah, Oof. I just, it just it, it kind of stings a bit, and um, especially after the way they got around Pride around last year. But even like. Like the year last year, last round, like the year that um Adam Goods uh he took the weeks off because he was being booed by a bunch of fuckheads. He came back for his first game uh with Geelong and they ran out under a joint banner, even though it was I think Joel Selwood's like two fiftieth. Like there was a whole process where they were like, No, we want to welcome Adam back into foot like for a club that has a pretty good record on this stuff, just seems Baffling, and someone someone pointed out, oh, they didn't do something last year, but not every club did last year. There were some that did, but this year, every club except mine, and it was just like, ah, oh, ah, oh, even Collingwood, the club that welcomed a, <laughs> a sex pest back, is better than better than my club. I don't know, don't like it, don't like it. So I let them know. Yeah, that's but fair enough. This is how good's footy. So let's focus on what's good about footy. I'll let you know if I get a response. Good work, mate. So, uh, we're going to actually start this week's episode with the last round, uh, the last game of last round, because it happened on a Tuesday night after we'd recorded, and Sean, Brisbane, um, they played against... Carlton. Carlton, that's right. It was Your, your team, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Um, the team that you was... famously barracked for for many years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think I'm just trying to black out this very big loss. Um, and yeah, also got confused because I went to a Carlton game this week and it's rare for one team to play twice in a week, but it keeps happening. Uh, it's crazy changes in the fixture. Um, Sean, congratulations on your big win. Thanks. Smashed you. Um, (laughs) big time. Basically just have put two hands on the How Good's Footy Cup, to be honest. (laughs) You did have it because you had beaten Geelong, but. Yeah, I think the win margin was thirty-five points. So Brisbane's percentage is on fire in the Haggards Footy Cup. Yeah, massive, big time, big time. Um, yeah, it was just a it was just a good result, and we saw a, a legend born in front oh. of us, <laughs> Zimmy, Zimmy Farquharson. I'm not sure if I've that got her last name right. Farquharson. Farquharson. Don't put as much emphasis on the qua. 
<laughs> I was thinking of Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> uh, Zimmy, she's the best. Um, she, uh, like, I watched that and I just thought, ah, oh, she's already best. She's already the best player in the league. <laughs> They're going to name the W medal after her. <laughs> People are going to win a Zimmy. <laughs> no, oh, a Zimmy. Zimmy. <laughs> the big Z. Um, she was awesome. And we'll talk about. The next game, because this was her first game, and then she wasn't as good in her second game. But yeah, she was awesome. Bates, Bates is great. All her Dwyer, she, she's going to make the All Australian team, and I love that because she's Irish. <laughs> as they tell you, do you reckon? I've seen people tweet this, and I agree with it too. It's like, are we ever going to reach a moment where she gets the ball and the commentators don't say the Irish woman? No, it's like every fucking they, time they say it because. About players in AFL that have played in AFL for fucking 15 years. It's like the yep. Pendlebury basketball thing. It's just like, fuck's sake. Just get Zach over Tui, it now. Zach Tui has played over 200 games and they still talk about him being the Irishman. Like, <sighs> Ty I mean, it's, a- it's accurate, but it's just... It's, like, it's, not, it's, yeah. it's not wrong. It's not yeah. wrong. But, yeah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll... It feels like that game happened so long ago. We won't really go too far into it. I will tell you this. I'll give you a little snippet from the um, How Good's Brisbane group chat. Oof. Is yep. that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's it's firing. It's firing on all cylinders. It's great. Thanks for everyone who's involved. When they announced the team of the week, I think we had one person in there. I think it was Emily Bates, who's yep. fucking on fire, by the way. If you talk yeah. about the W Award, Batesy's a huge chance. Um. We had one player, Carlton, who we smashed by six goals. Had three had three right? players. Yeah. Lots of talk I, of VFL in the group chat. <laughs> Can I say I, I agree. I don't like Prasparkas was, I think, playing a lone hand in that game. Yeah, I mean and she Courtney had Jones heaps kicked three goals. Yeah. Prasparkas had heaps of the ball. But to what end? Who was the like, third player? I think it well, was I think it was Harrington. Yeah, which blows my mind that a defender was made, named in the best when Brisbane carved that defense yeah. to ribbons. Like, nine nine. Well, but even just the way they got the ball into your forward line, Sean, was like yeah. the precision and just the free running. Like Wardlaw was out the back like eight times. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think is it just with Harrington that she had had a good couple of weeks and that maybe she just got lots of ball because the ball continuously came in there that they were just like, oh yeah, look at her stats. We'll put her in. It's just well, a yeah, bit shit. I- but for yep. Brisbane, I guess you just go, hey, it's not the end of the world, that team of the week, because it's just a really even team performance. And Zimmy, yeah. won, Zimmy was the rising star, along with someone else I can't recall. I think a Melbourne player. Um, yeah. But yeah, but- Brisbane, Brisbane were like, we've had a week off. We've all had fucking COVID, but we're back in business, baby. And business Time is booming. for a murder. Yeah. And Carlton were like, bit hot up here. Oh, no, we're cooked. Except Courtney yeah. Jones was like, yeah, I'll kick three out of our four goals. In fact, uh, I think you- that sounds mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so congratulations, Sean, on the big win. Um, Thanks, but hey, we'll see later in this round. Maybe Carlton bounced back. Hey, and maybe Brisbane had another big win. Who knows? All right. One of those statements was funny. One of those was very arrogant, Tom. And um, oh. I'll let the listeners pick who's who when we get to those games later. Disgusting. So after uh, one day off, footy's back on Thursday night. Uh, for another absolute fucking thrashing, uh, well, just Collingwood bear- took on Frio, and Tom, what were you about to say? It's all good. Oh, thank you, Tom. 
<laughs> so yeah the first quarter of this game looked even-ish it looked like that i mean um yeah it had shades of like collingwood rolling into the next quarter because it was quite low scoring in the first quarter and then collingwood just decided what if we kicked one goal and then didn't score again and freo were like what if we teased our fans into thinking that's what we might do and then we kicked three <laughs> goals, one late. <laughs> yes. Freo, I like that. They just sort of flick a switch and explode. It's, I do want it's to, scary. Like, is this the second week in a row Bowers has been disappointing on the tackle front? Yes. Eight tackles uh, and 26 yeah. disposals. It's just not However, good It's disgusting. However, I would she was rest enormous, her? though. She was enormous in that late, like, late in that game. Just in every, every touch she seemed to get, got them into a nice position. Um, Guys, the the real MVP, the real hero, uh, has to be um, Houghton, who kicked, oh. couldn't hit, couldn't hit a target, all that, couldn't miss, missed, missed, missed. <laughs> I'm gonna now kick the most fuck goal I've got. Nailed it. Yeah. She in that last quarter, there was a moment. I think it was one of her behinds where she basically just said to Livingston, "Get the fuck out of my way," and th- just ragdolled her, threw her out of the way. Livingston, who's a yep. fucking mountain, Br- brick wall. Yeah. Huge, huge from Freo. Just to also, like, you got to remember, Freo are currently over here. They can't go home. They're they're giving up a lot, and they're just rolling in every week, yeah. annihilating teams. They've now won four straight for the third time in a row. I'm pretty sure. You know like, what, Gemma Houghton? Season. Houghton's kind of like Jess Wardlaw from Brisbane, but like Super Saiyan Four version of her, like just a psycho <laughs> version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you yeah. reckon? Just, she just, just looks like, like she'll fully kill you. unhinged. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fan. You look at. You look at her, though, and you go, oh, Wardlaw's going to do that someday. <laughs> oh, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> With Just enough training. Kill people. <laughs> hey. Uh, it's, uh, it's good. I, I will also say that um, Hayley Miller uh, got the captaincy this year. Holy shit. She has just decided, I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm of, now. of the entire AFLW. Yeah. She is playing <laughs> some incredible footy. Just, Freer? I think. Gemma put a stat up about like, and I'm going to get it wrong and Gemma can correct me, but it was like she'd kicked like four goals for her whole career and like this year she's kicked seven. Like she's just gone bang. <laughs> Tom, does Gemma ever correct you? I just have a feeling oh, Gemma's, Gemma's now like, I don't have time for how good's footy. Nah, like that. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I will get a message from her most weeks being like, you were right about this, but you were wrong about this, this, this. <laughs> <laughs> You always just leave out the part where she says, tell the boys to get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, that's implied. No, she never says that. She's she's listening, so we've got to be nice. Mm. I am being nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Freo have this rare thing where they are a powerhouse team, but I like watching them. Where I feel like you, most of the time when that happens, I'm like, fuck these arrogant fucks. Fuck this team that just keeps winning. I'm sick of them. Um, but yeah, Freo... Don't have that problem. Is it because they haven't won a flag yet? Yeah, I reckon that that's and it. And they, they kind of deserved one for 2020, I think it was. Yeah. 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 Um, and also, I think they've got good energy too. I think good they've got coach. a good vibe. Yeah, good coach. Good coach. And then the next game, uh, Friday night, where this is where my tips started falling. I had a bad week in tips. And uh, this is where my problems began. Because for some reason... <laughs> Instead of tipping the team that were had been playing consistently, I was like, what if I tip the team that's played once this year? 
Mm. Um, I think we even said in the episode that we recorded without Sean <coughs> that we were both backing the Giants and then neither of us did. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know why I tipped the dogs either. Like, I actually can't figure out why I did it. Well, if I was a Western Bulldogs supporter, watching this game would have killed me because there was huge periods of time where Western Bulldogs were all over GWS, but they just couldn't kick a goal to save their like lives. Like... I mean, they had more scoring shots. It was seven goals, one to two goals, ten in the end. But yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, watching it as a neutral supporter, I was like, I'm so glad I don't back for Western Bulldogs. Um, yeah. Good to see the Giants win, though. As we and- have established, I'm pretty sure they are the biggest listeners of this show. The Giants. Yep. And um, a, t- a team that I love and respect now as yep. of their appointment of James Hurd. <laughs> oh, um, um, and- Let's talk about the most cooked thing from this game, though, boys. Oh, yeah. Are we about to talk about a certain player's first goal in AFLW? Uh, are we about to talk about a certain player's first goal, followed by her second, followed immediately by her third? <laughs> yeah. And uh, has she been playing, what, what, is this her sixth or seventh season? Hadn't uh, kicked a goal? She, yeah, hadn't kicked a goal, I think, in like 30 games or whatever, or more. I don't, yeah. I'm bad at math. Then kicked three and then, said, and then said fuck on live TV. Oh, <laughs> the, the, the dream. Nicola Barr is the new How Good's Footy mascot. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, so kicked kicked her first goal in AFLW, then immediately followed up with her second and third. The commentators were going wild for it. They loved it because they were like, oh, Nicola's standing in the forward line being like, how easy is this? Put me here every week, coach. <laughs> I love I love it when commentators use that line to describe a player that doesn't normally play forward kicking a goal. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, oh, just go to the go to the other forwards. This is so easy. <laughs> yeah. How good's this? She kicked three goals, said fuck on TV, and again was only playing in the forward line. Because gotta stress this as well, because GWS had got fucked by COVID so much that they lost players left and right. Heaps of late changes and had to like just shuffle, move the magnets around massively. Um, Keep her there. Yeah. Also, Nicola Bar, uh, Nicola Bar, welcome to the How Goods Footy Hall of Fame. Yep. <laughs> kicking kick a bag and then saying fuck on TV. There's nothing better. <laughs> so good. It's just, that's, that's a How Goods Footy trifecta. And I know it's only two things, <laughs> <laughs> but there's it's no a need for a third. Three goals and a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, her post-game interview, they were like, oh, Nicola Bart, like, well done. Uh, your first goals in AFLW and a huge win. And she was like, yeah. Oh, it was, it was, it was a hectic day. Fuck. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't swear on TV. I love it. But yeah, oh, it's not it. even like she said like something, something fucking, like she wasn't like, oh, that game was fucking and crazy or something like that. It was like, blah, 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 blah. fuck. Oh no. <laughs> It's the old, um, who was the swimmer who did it this year? Fuck yeah. And then was like, oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, GWS, big win. Huge win. Enjoy it, I reckon. Then, Saturday, the carnage on my tips continued. This one, I feel could have gone either way. And I reckon, so it was Adelaide versus Melbourne. Oh yeah. If Melbourne... Like, this was going to be a real test as if Melbourne Melbourne were, like, the big powerhouse that they kind of seemed like they were going to be this season. And, yeah, if they beat Adelaide, it would have been like, ooh, look out, Freo. There's a new number one team in town. Um, but Adelaide who, said, yeah. welcome to South Australia. Fuck you. Tom, who'd you tip? I think I tipped Melbourne for this. Dumb fuck. I, well, yeah, because I just, I, I think I got sucked in by the Melbourne. F- to be fair, though, 
in that last quarter, three goals to none. Like, if Melbourne had have decided to play more than one quarter of football, <laughs> they could have actually won. But they just were like, nah, we're, it's, I feel like they were like, we need to see if we're, we're good. So we're just going to not play for three quarters and just see what happens. And Adelaide, unfortunately, um, have a player. I don't know if you've heard of her, guys. She's pretty good. Erin um, Phillips. Uh, yeah, I think I have heard that name, actually. Yeah, yeah. She's the um, goat. She is the goat. Just what if you could kick goals and it's like, but what if every goal you kicked fucked? You wouldn't, you wouldn't write Melbourne off because if you remember last season, Adelaide beat Brisbane during the season and then we fucking smashed them, killed them in the grand uh, final. Yeah, I hear you are one when it mattered. Yeah, that's how we do it. Suck shit, Adelaide. Um, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, this isn't right off for Melbourne either, but I think it's just like confirms that like they're not like far and away the best team in the AFLW or anything like that. Which no, they're not invincible. Was, no, hey, if they bleed. Um, and also, yeah, the fact that this game was only fourteen points in the end is fucked up. Considering at three quarter time it was four goals ten. It was only fourteen so think, points. Yeah, because yeah. it was four eleven to three three. Fucking hell! Yeah, but yeah. Adelaide could have brained them and didn't. Yeah, Adelaide could have won by 10 goals, which is uh, a lot of goals to win by. I'd love to see that, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bring back that ad campaign. (sighs) I just want a 100-point win. A 100-point win in AFLW? Yeah, I'd like to see that. (laughs) 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 The Haggard's footy version of it would be so fucked up. It would be on TV once and never again. Um, Gil McLaughlin in a headlock by Kiara Bowers. Yeah, I'd like to see that. (laughs) A coach getting fired at three-quarter time and uh, one of us filling in for the coach's slot for the final quarter and coming back for a miraculous come-from-behind victory. Yeah, I'd like to see that. (laughs) Uh, Vossi coming out to kick a goal from 55 in Carl's first game. I'd love to see that. (laughs) Um, well, speaking of Vossi, his uh, his former team, Brisbane, played yeah. uh, Geelong in a How Good's Footy Cup. How Good's Footy Cup Part Two, baby. Yeah, Tom. Yes, you have the floor. Do I though? You do. Well, I feel like I'm about to say something and get yelled. Take the floor when it's given to you, mate. Okay, depends Thank what you, you say. For the floor, Sean. Um, great game. Shut the fuck up, Tom. Don't say it was a great game. I'll take the floor back. Okay. Brisbane are the best. Tom, give the floor. <laughs> Sorry. I, that's all I could do. My voice is really... Uh, it's from struggling. yelling. Yeah, um, from yelling at footy. Two two games in a week, they're trying to kill me. Gil, Gil heard you trying to kill him last week, so he tried to kill you this week. <laughs> it's just going to... That's how he kills you, over-schedules football. Pretty yeah. soon Brisbane are going to have seven games in seven days. <laughs> No, he's just going to play three times over the course of one day. Just see <laughs> then, on, yeah. then on Monday they rest, and that's my funeral. <laughs> well, they've got to get warning. there to do a guard of honour as you get... <laughs> and then as Gil gets up to read your eulogy, we just yeah. play the Undertaker music, and you come up out of the coffin. <laughs> I'd like to... Th- <laughs> that's good. Instead of like the, the guns going off at the funeral, it's just Michael Voss launching shots at goal from 55 <laughs> metres. <laughs> um, now, this was, this was big. Uh, big game. Um, I was going in. I thought, okay, I've I've seen them smash Carlton, but we we nearly beat Carlton, and there's a few key players out for Brisbane. Maybe they're gettable. And then um, 
Dakota came back and Conway How? came back. Oh, Conway, she's she's incredible. Love her. How did Dakota come back? I thought she was done for like at least half the season. She yeah, missed. I, she she literally missed one game. Yeah, because you had the because we had the week. Games. Yeah, the weeks off. Yeah, crazy. So yeah, she was huge. Good. She was lively. Huge result. Um, to get her back. So I was nervous and. Uh, Jesus, Sean, we're getting close, mate. Fuck. I mean, to, Tom. To be, yes, Tom. I don't want to yes. piss on your parade too much here. Sure. I know it was only a two-point win to Brisbane in the end, but yes. it was three goals nine to four goals one. I agree. Oh, Brisbane kept us in it, and we nearly pinched it. But I think the fact that we were under siege and I, I, the damn wall never completely overwhelmed us. Well, it did. It's just the Brisbane <laughs> didn't convert. So, well, I mean, that's what there I mean. was a like, stage in that fourth quarter where you were just dead, and I was just also, riding Tom, on my bike, comfortable. And also, Tom, the damn wall never broke is probably an analogy to use if you were in front and stayed in front, but you were never in front. No, what I mean is though, uh, watching it, it felt like it it could have blown. They out never gave 30. up. Well, yeah, they never gave up. They just kept trying. They kept pushing, and to get within two points, like if we we're on four right now, and we have a as predicted seventy, yeah, like <laughs> you know, it's it was we we have. I I do want to point out that it is insane to me that Geelong finished second last with one win, yeah, and we have to we had to play North Collingwood and Brisbane in the first four weeks. Yeah, life's not give fair. us someone. Given it, look, yeah, it's give us someone a bit closer to our same development mm. level. But we've been competitive in every game. Mm. We've not been blown out of the water. I saw some really good signs, and I tell you what, Sean, I fucking love that back line. Ma- Maddie McMahon. Thanks. It's really good, isn't it? Like they're holding up so well without Lutkins. They're just coming together. Uh, I thought Indy Tahoe got kind of dogged by some questionable umpiring in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know about that. No, uh, fuck you. You do. Any neutral observer would have been like, oh, one of them, they were both holding each other. The other one yeah. didn't even get a proper replay. Who's to say what happened? Can I just say, Sean, uh, I'll take that one for the non-holding the ball we didn't get at the other end earlier in the game. I don't remember that, and I don't give a fuck about it, Tom. You messaged me and said that I can't remember <laughs> Also, uh, Tom, look, we couldn't see shit because it just oh, started pissing down with rain, and, and the also, cameraman, the cameraman, didn't clean the lens. It started pissing <laughs> down with rain. We couldn't see. Plus, the cameraman had set their cameras up in the worst possible positions at an AFL. Some of those choices, Sean, we missed the start of the third quarter because they were filming a sky, and all know. of a sudden the ball's on the wing, and I'm like, what the fuck? I think I don't know whether it's like. New new ground that we haven't filmed at before. We don't know where the setups are, or if it's oh, just, just, like if because Brisbane are going to play a lot of games there. If the camera's like that again, terrible. Um, it's happened. To, I would like to say it has happened a bunch this season. AFLW's TV coverage, like in regards to the cameraman, has been fucked. Mm. I think. I think part of that is you're right though, Sean. The the grounds. The grounds that grounds, don't they haven't figured it out yet. Well, smaller grounds that they don't really have the same ability to set like. You yeah. look at the games at like Metricon and when it's at the Gabba and when it's at um in, when they play games at Optus or at GMHBA, the camera setup is a bit better because it's at a venue that can yep. accommodate that, I think. Like so last um, season for the AFLM when I went to Mars Stadium in Ballarat yes. and you just sort of look at the cameras and they're in like 
you know, it's not a traditional camera setup. They've set up like a tower to put this thing on and they're just putting them in sort of weirder sort of spots, different angles. Um, just get it right. Hopefully it was yeah. just a one-off. Fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, it was, look, I was happy with how we performed, um, considering it could have been a lot worse to only lose by two points. And um, again, I love Maddie McMahon. Yeah. She is fucking huge in that back line for us. Some wasteful disposal coming in. It was a bit easy for her to pick things off, I thought. <laughs> i tell you what I loved, Sean, is the philosophy we went into this game for three and a half quarters. We were like, what if we didn't put anyone on all the road wire? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was a byproduct of having her on the wing and then having your winger drop back into the back line to be yeah. an extra. Yeah. Yeah, I think Cause eventually- Because you feared, you feared Brisbane so much. I think when you do that from the outset, you're already setting yourself up to lose. That's my Which theory. Is weird. That's we Coach Carno's normally... theory. When <laughs> did mindset. Joel? When did being plucky every week become like a badge of honor? Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Why don't are we know. so? Why are we so happy that it's like ah oh, they had a crack? Good. Because... That's a prerequisite of being a footballer. Yes. Compared to last season, I'm happy with the the way it's going. I think we're improving exponentially. Statistically, we're getting better. Yeah. Um. I I'm really you know I'm really proud of them. You're right. You're right. I've um I've won a flag, and I've got that feeling of I demand excellence. Yep. And for you, it's impossible, and it's extra <laughs> difficult for you because you're not used to having a uh, a bottom dwelling team. You're used to being, you know, right up the tippy top, arrogant part of the ladder. So this, yeah, it's confronting <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's a new journey. Uh, um, Emily Bates again. Sean just decided she's pretty good at footy. Yeah, you were saying Tom after the game. Geez, you'd love to have an Emily Bates. Oh, that's that's. I think I think that's what for me watching this game. I was like, there's a few of your players who are like maybe one or two years older than some of our young players. It's like great, so they're going to become them. That's exciting to see because, geez, like your the, your Conways and all of them just yeah t- tore us up a bit. I I haven't checked this stat, but you'd have to think O'Dwyer's winning the meters gained. In the league. She is. They yeah. said it in the commentary. She's currently oh, okay, cool. leading the meters game. Because yeah. she's just like Bates had Bates had more of the footy, and O'Dwyer, when she actually got an opponent in the fourth quarter, stopped having as big an influence. But yeah. she just, when she gets the ball, things happen. Like it surges forward. And oh, her goal, which was commentated as like the Irish woman kicks it or whatever, the typical fucking thing. But if you watch the replay of that, Courtney Hodder, her work is off the chain. She, yeah. like, does three or four defensive forward efforts, like tackles people, yeah. gets up, runs over to the next contest, tackles, the ball spills out, O'Dwyer gets the goal. That's because of Courtney Hodder. She's not having like a game where she's kicking three or four goals, but she's creating them and she's fucking awesome. That's um, huge. And I think you can also see, Sean, we're talking about Zimmy and you're like, she had a quiet week this week. I think what it highlights is how good her first week was because Geelong put two people on her constantly. Yeah, I think at one point she had four touches and all four of them had been smothered or something. They just gave her no room to move all day. That's right. Because they looked at that Carlton game and went, no fucking way. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Bit of a different forward line anyway with um, Dakota back in there. So I think Zimmy will just sort of figure out where to go. She didn't have enough moments in the game where she got to use her speed, which is the big weapon. So hopefully next week. Um, uh, good, Good game. Well done, Sean. Good win, mate. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. And I do believe the win is just around the corner for you. I believe it is too. Yeah. Building nicely. Love you, Chloe. (laughs) 
Boys, I it was finally my turn. I got to go to footy in person this weekend. <sighs> On Sunday afternoon, I made the trek down or up to Icon Park, which is either close to my house or very far away. Hard Either up say. or down. Up yeah. or down. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, yeah, went there immediately, like, walking into the ground, I was like, fucking hell, why? Why is it taking me this long to get to a game? Got there a bit early, not crazy early, but I reckon probably like 15 to 20 minutes before the game kicked off. Uh, got myself <coughs> got myself some ham, cheese, and tomato uh, sandwiches oh. and, a can oh. of, and a can of Coke. Oh. To- Sorry, were these toasted or just regular sandwiches? No, nah, they were regular sandwiches. From the ground? From the ground. Oh, that's big. So the best way I can describe I, them is- I would have preferred them to be toasted. Yeah, me too. No, yeah. I reckon fresh oh, was the it was a thirty degree day. Yeah, you're right, Joel. You'd made the right choice. Mm, toasted uh, on a winter. Yep. I think you can have a toasted cheese sandwich in summer. You can, you can, but I think Joel made the right choice. It was any Milo ice creams? Did you have a look? Uh, no. Actually, there wasn't any ice cream at the ground, as far just, as I saw. So, just on the Milo ice cream, Joel, did you call Tom out last week when I wasn't here? Yeah, I mean for the his, fact that he for waited his stupidity, until... yeah, to to not go early, to wait until half time yeah. and assume on a thirty plus degree night that there would be ice creams left available. Crazy. Yeah. Did you did you hear my theory as to why there were no ice cream short? Oh, I didn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> why would I? <laughs> uh, I heard the intro. It was fantastic. Um, yeah. So Tom's theory was that uh, the game was sponsored by a different. <laughs> Buller. Ice cream they're company. Out, yeah, sponsored by Buller. Really? In a, food van. Yeah. In a van. But them. that's just one van. You can have multiple vans. Icon Park did also have an ice cream truck out the front, but um, I didn't get an ice cream because it was in a different, a ver- very far direction from where I was coming from. Isn't this a moot point with Tom? Because hasn't he, hasn't he said on the show that he didn't get one from the stadium? No, he had to go outside so again, the stadium. I clarified yeah, this last week. I thought that was the case, but my mum at the game was like, yeah, you got one here for that Collingwood game that time. And I'm like, right. So How long ago happen. was this? 
Probably the first game we ever played in 2019. So once. You've, you've done it <laughs> once in your life, and it's yeah. this ritual that you've talked about. And I want to do it again. Fucking hell. Good luck to you. Um, yeah, so uh, when I was there, the ground was pretty sparse at first. Uh, so just trotted down, uh, just parked ourselves directly behind the goals because we were like, everyone's trying to sit on the wing. Which is, look, it is objectively the best spot to sit when you want to see the whole action, but I want to see some goals up close. Yeah. Was there shade? Yes, there was shade. Great. Um, yeah, Sounds so fun. the first, the first like, section of seats, out of the question. Too sunny would have been the worst <laughs> idea. So we parked a little bit further back, but um, yeah, in the shade. Means when Darcy Vessia kicked a goal, uh, that was pretty much straight onto my chest. Oh. Even though they kicked oh. it across the ground, so like obviously it wasn't, but I felt like it, it was coming to me. Um, it also meant that I was up close for some of the very fucked goals that were kicked later on by North Melbourne. Um, there was two out of bounds in their forward 50. One that we'll get to later because it was one of the most... <laughs> it was unfortunate, but also one of the worst plays of football I've ever seen a team do. <laughs> and I felt really, really bad. But also, look, it happens. You fuck up when you're playing sometimes. And this was quite the fuck up. Um, <laughs> yeah, so park behind the goals, just sucking into the atmosphere. I reckon the game started and there wasn't still a huge crowd. And when the game started, it was, to be honest, mostly North Melbourne supporters, which was weird. It was the first time I'd been to a home game where the away team had more supporters. But then, oh, I'm used like, to that. in the first quarter... Yeah, like, crowd started rolling in, got pumping. Uh, crowd were getting very, very rowdy. In fact, I was sitting in front of uh, three women that were a little bit older than me, but they had the same energy as those guys, like, those old old men at an AFL game uh, where they're, like, commentating everything and thinking every single thing that the players and the umpires are doing is bullshit <laughs> and that they know significantly better. Uh there, the thing I heard them say the most was anytime the ball hit the deck, they'd just be like, Ugh, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> it's fucking hard to pick it up. Yeah, it is fucking hard you, to pick you, it up. You get out there and pick it up. Fuck. Um, but yeah, it was pretty funny. And also because there were North Melbourne supporters and meant that anytime like Carlton did anything, I was like, yes. And they were like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, look was a close and competitive game for one half. Um, and then North Melbourne choked Carlton out of the game. Carlton kept giving North space and North gave Carlton no space. Uh, multiple North Melbourne players got over 20 touches. Uh, Riddell in particular had a fucking enormous game. Um, and yeah, like, well done North. You absolutely demolished Carlton, but I will like to say, and I, I can't remember which player it was. And I also think uh, them remaining anonymous in this segment is also probably worth it anyway. Uh, because in the defensive 50, they went to do a short chip pass to clear it and uh, came straight off the side of the boot, went out of bounds on the full. North Melbourne lined up from the boundary line with a free kick and rather than passing it, just kicked a slotted a huge drop punt goal. Um, and it was enormous. Yeah. It was it was bad to watch, but it was also huge. And North kicked two goals from the boundary, uh, pretty much the same spot both times, were equally fucking enormous. Mm. Um, one of my friends, Blake, that I went to the game with, 
uh, the first time North were lining up from the uh, from like a free kick in their forward fifty, but from out of bounds on the full, Blake was like, "No, no, no, go on, be a hero, have a shot, kick goal of the year." And then uh, the player just like lined it up and just slotted it just <laughs> perfectly, and Blake was like, "Yeah, actually, no, that was pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, game happens. Carlton lose by thirty points. Well done, North Melbourne. Then the magic happens because the siren goes, everyone goes off the like the grounds, and the siren goes again, and there's an announcement. You can get on, you can jump on Arkham Park and have a kick. Oh, and beautiful! Boys, did I have a kick? How'd your audition for Vossi go? Yeah, he. I didn't see him, but I did check his office, uh, which was 55 meters out. Um, <laughs> He must have been out yeah. that day, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon he was in his office looking out the window onto the field, just scouting. Oh, imagine Ex- when he expect saw- Expect another text message, mate. Yeah, imagine when he looked out the window and saw someone just like floating <laughs> around the 55-meter mark, taking photos of being 55 meters out. He would be like, hang on, I reckon there's something going on here. <laughs> <laughs> imagine if you got a message from Michael Voss again, and it was just like, loved your work out there today, mate. <laughs> Say hi to my son, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, being on an actual ground that they play footy on was hectic. And Tom, I know that you get that privilege every time you go to work or whatever. Um, Uh, No, I don't get to, like, we only very rarely get to kick on the ground. So uh, there's a different energy to an after-game kick. That's a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, so it ended up with, like, a group of five of us that were all friends that ended up at the game going and they're having a kick. Uh, naturally what happened is like everyone's playing a nice kick to kick and then two people end up close to each other and they're like, oh, what if this is rowdy now for a bit? That was good. <laughs> um, Did everyone go straight for the goals? Yeah, so we were kicking it. Uh, I know I sent you boys a video of me standing on the 50 meter line, but we weren't kicking towards the goals. We were standing on the 50 meter line facing the center of the ground just for a bit more space. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could have wandered down to the other, like the other goals, um, the other 50 meter line, but... Look, we were just happy to be there. Um, and yeah, I didn't want to accidentally look like too much of a hero when I just banged one straight through from 50 meters out. Was there much wind? Uh, not a lot of wind. A lot of sun, though. Uh, it was a yeah. sweaty kick very quickly. Yeah, very hot day. Yeah, it was 30 degrees, no shade. Yeah. I think all of us came off the ground after kicking the ball for about 20 minutes with just like see-through shirts. <laughs> Real <laughs> R- Rafa Nadal stuff. Yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> uh. So... Look, it didn't quite take away the loss, but it definitely helped. Uh, and then, last game of the round. Well, sort of. There is another game after this, but it hasn't happened yet. Another Tuesday night special. But uh, the other game of this round that has happened is Gold Coast took on Richmond. And I was pretty confident Richmond were going to win this easy. But then, Sean, before the game started, you sent a message. And I don't know if you actually followed through with this. I, I did not. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to change my tip to Gold Coast Suns. Profit call. I was. I'm disappointed. I didn't. Um, yeah, I just had a bit of a feeling just because Gold Coast are up and about because they got their they got that first win on the board. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they they're exciting and they're a little bit of a burst team. And it, and it was up. It was up there as well. So there was question marks. But I stuck with Richmond. Sometimes when I tip boys, I I look at the odds, and the odds in our comp, the percentages were 85 percent backed Richmond. So it just it just ended up being the safe option. Sean, yeah. imagine if you'd back the Suns like me. Tom, I know that you did because I had a look and I'm like, of course you did because you're a fucking absolute loose maniac. <laughs> hey, sometimes it works. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're still, you're still probably four fucking, off the mark. You're about ten off the lead. Um, <laughs> ten off the lead. After four rounds, it's a disgusting me. act. I am coming uh, 73rd. So... Yeah. Out of how many? And I'm a bit, I'm, I'm uh, nine off the lead. Thank you very much. Seventy third out of I think ninety four. Yeah, yeah. How many are you coming in the overall sight ladder, Tom? Oh no, that what was that? That that game in the women's comp where I I tipped so badly, I didn't even. <laughs> I was like the I was the lowest tipper for that week on the entire site out of like two thousand people. It? it was last yeah. year. Yeah. You were nearly the worst in the world. Oh, I think I was second last. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm twelfth. Um, I'm twelfth in our comp. Yeah, and four hundred and seventy first overall. I'm forty sixth in our comp after yeah. a big slide, mm. um, and two thousand and first <sighs> in the overall comp. Uh, in the overall, I'm seventy third in the overall comp. I'm three thousand three hundred and forty sixth. However, for round four, I am. Um, I'm. 1,567th, so... Hey, well done. Just one more thing on the tipping. Matt Stewart is fifth in our comp. He's one off the lead. I just want to say this. I don't recognize him as a tipster because he never backs St. Kilda and I find it disgraceful. (laughs) It's his method, though. It's his method. It's madness. It works for him, though. Sadly. Um, Yeah, it's a big last quarter by Gold Coast... They really held on after Richmond looked like they were going to tear away after the third quarter. Um, Gold Coast didn't score at all in the third quarter, which is often called the premiership quarter. But Gold Coast said, nah, what if it doesn't matter? What if the last quarter is a premiership quarter? Um, you know, got it done. That's the first time they've had back-to-back wins. Yeah, that's fucking because enormous. Technically, they had a week off in the middle. But yeah, their, their last result was a win, and then this is a win. So good on Queen- them. Queensland footy is thriving. It is. It's booming. And, uh, yeah, so the game that we won't be covering today because it hasn't happened for us yet is Fremantle take on... Fremantle take on... I think Bulldogs. Think. Yeah, Fremantle take on Bulldogs at VU at Noval. Sorry, I got confused there because rather than it being listed as part of round four, it's listed as part of round 10 on the yeah. uh, official AFLW app. Yeah. Um, just an app that I have a lot of questions about. <laughs> just, just one more thing on the Gold Coast. Tara Bohana... Is such a good name. Ah, oh, huge. It's <laughs> just brilliant. And she's on fire. Playing I love to well. see that. Come to Brisbane. <laughs> when we recorded this episode last week, there was two other games that were meant to happen. St. Kilda take on West Coast and Collingwood take on West Coast. Uh, both of those got postponed due to uh, COVID issues. So they'll be rescheduled. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, Tom. Tips for next week. Yes, Tom. Tips for next week. So we've got the Tuesday night blockbuster. Which we've already tipped for, I believe. Um, but yeah, I'm going Freo. Freo. Right, next game. Uh, so Geelong take on West Coast. Now, I'm going to be clever possibly. here. Possibly. Yes, possibly. Because <laughs> this is very close to the other unscheduled game. Um, look, if this game happens, Geelong. Geelong. I believe, I believe we're getting... I hope. I hope. If we just... It's so close. Yeah, if you can't win this, you won't win any. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> that's no, that's truth. actually probably a fair call. Yeah. Uh, nah, then fair, we, fair. we have Giants take on St. Kilda. Giants. 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 Poor Brisbane take on Collingwood, but in Queensland. Brisbane. 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 Um, this could be revenge for Gabby Collingwood doing her second ACL oh, in yeah, two that was years. Fucking yeah, tragic. That was it's shit. The, it's the other knee as well. Yeah. yeah. It's just- 
So first, first game, game back, back from ACL. Yeah. Did her all the ACL. Uh, Breaks your hearts. Yeah. But yeah. then hopefully Brisbane will beat Collingwood for Gabby Collingwood. Yeah. Um, She's the only Collingwood, only Collingwood I like. And then maybe if Brisbane beat Collingwood by enough, the power of that will heal her knee immediately. That would be fantastic. That'd be great. Imagine that's then- what's needed. The football <laughs> gods need Collingwood to lose by 100 points and they'll fix oh. all, all ACLs. I reckon it might be worth tweeting Brisbane being like, hey, we've heard if you beat Collingwood by 100 points, that power will fix Gabby Collingwood. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, this is actually in poor taste. And we'll be like, nah, but what if it works? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it from Hagwood's footy. And they ban us. <laughs> uh, then, actually, that's funny because the last time I went to Icon Park, I got the Hagwood's footy account banned the same day. It was good. Magic is <laughs> in the air. Then Saturday night, we have Western Bulldogs take on Richmond. I think Richmond will win this. Richmond. Uh, yeah, Tigers probably. Then, a bit of a North Hobart special. North Melbourne take on Fremantle. This is juicy. If this was in Melbourne, I'd say Fremantle, but because it's in T- Tasmania, I think North Freo. might win this. Freo. I'm going Freo. I think I'm going to go North. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thank you. Uh, then, uh, Carlton take on Adelaide. Carlton. Oof. Adelaide. <laughs> Adelaide. And Sorry, then finally, John. Casey Fields, magic time. Oof. Uh, 5.10 on Sunday afternoon, Melbourne take on the Suns. Melbourne. Melbourne. Suns. Whoa! Oh! I will see it. I will believe it when I see it. Oh, that would be... Hmm. I might go to that game. Bit of magic time. I don't think I might be out in that area during the day. Oh. Get it done. All right. <laughs> now, that's our tips. And we've read one email er- earlier in the show. And usually we throw to emails. But just one other email worth reading. And you can email us at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Like Allery has done here. Because Allery, Tom, yes. was actually luckily en- lucky enough to get a photo of the mythical Milo ice cream at GMHBA last week. Oh! <laughs> oh how the fuck hard, did you get one? I know it's hard to believe, Tom, at the best of times, but the evidence oh! is un- undisputable. Oh, I'm rattled! I'm rattled! And here is the photo. <laughs> I'm going to hold it up. Uh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> so Allery has sent us a photo of the Bigfoot footage with a Milo ice cream photoshopped over the top. <laughs> It was hard Allery. to see it. It was hard to Allery. see it over the over the web. Interesting. Ellery. 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 I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Ellery, maybe you'll see one of Geelong's wins out there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, this whole show, I, I introduced the show, so I'm closing it out. Send us an email. Find us on Twitter at HowGoodsFooty. I'm at Uncle Cheat. He's at Carney55. Douche is a douche13. Fuck the lot of you. See you later. <laughs> HowGoodsFooty. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.